In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Betches Brides. I'm your host, Nicole Pellegrino, and today I am very excited. We've had our our eye on this guest for a while because... I mean, her wedding was jaw-dropping and gorgeous. Her Brides Exclusive magazine article is out today. I got the pleasure of reading the whole thing, as you guys should too. Her name, well, she's the host of the popular date. She's host of the popular dating podcast, We Met at Acme. Lindsay Metzeler, thank you. Metzeler. Yes. Oh my God. You I knew I was going to fuck it up when I know you you actually crushed it you really did like it's I've gotten way worse I'm I was I was nervous about it okay Lindsay Metzeler thank you so much for joining us today it's so amazing to have you here in the studio so happy to be here this studio is gorgeous the whole office is amazing I built it you did wow you have to come help me in my apartment yes the at-home studio okay so you're, I mean, you're the dating guru. You're the dating expert. Your podcast is iconic. You guys should listen to it. I actually have listened to a couple episodes as I've been, you know, dating my husband forever mm-hmm. and with my husband. And it's good because it's like you're, you know, you're now married. It kind of followed you throughout your life. So you don't have to be just single and dating to listen to your podcast. Exactly. And I actually just mentioned this in my last episode, like you never stop dating. Even when mm. you're married, you're still dating your husband or oh wife, God. you know? That needs to be a whole nother episode because keeping that never stop dating mantra alive is way easier than it looks, honestly. Yes. Um, okay, so how did you... Steven is his name, right? It is, yeah. I read the Brides article. <laughs> how did you guys meet? And how long were you together before getting engaged? So we met um, actually in 2015. Steven went to high school with one of my best friends from college and one of my bridesmaids. Um, And so I knew his name, like he knew my name, but we never had anything more than like a, hey, how are you type Mm -hmm. of relationship. I was in relationships or he was in relationships and we just didn't have the opportunity to like look at each other like that. Mm -hmm. And then... um, on new year's eve when it became 2020 which was the craziest you know Mm -hmm. life-changing moment we were both in at the same party in miami and um he was very drunk and hit on me on the dance floor and i was not available at the time and but i had like kept a mental note of that Mm -hmm. for like you know things were already kind of like said and done with my partner at the time, like there was no bad blood. It was like, it was like friendship at that point. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and so we ended up parting ways. And then like weeks later, I remembered that Steven had hit on me and I reached out to him and was like, I'm single. Move. Let's grab a drink. Oh, and from there it was history. 
And there it was history. You know what? All the best relationships, I feel like, sometimes start like that. Like, it's like you know each other first. You know of each other. That's kind of how my husband and I started, too. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about your story. I know I'm supposed to not be be interviewing. And the podcast is heard. So we went to college together. We're a college relationship, which is insane because I feel like you never meet those these days. But we were both in Greek life, sorority and frat, you know, that whole spiel. We kind of knew of each other and I was like chasing after fuckboys when we met and getting ghosted left and right. And Mike, my husband, met like knew of me, kind of started like pursuing me and I like didn't really want him at first because I was not mature. And I was (laughs) – and this this, um, podcast audience has heard my whole story like how – like the first time we met, it was in like one of the dining halls. I had like pesto in my teeth. It was a whole mess. But – yeah, he just kind of was persistent and I just kind of was like, I don't know, over time I was like, oh wait, he's actually really cool, really funny, he's winning me over. And then it kind of became opposite, like I became obsessed with him and he was like not trying to date me yet and we were like in that talking stage forever. My brother was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like who talks for a year, you guys? (laughs) And then finally I cried at one of his frat date functions and he asked me to be his girlfriend. We <laughs> cried because of him or just yeah. like, because you were like, I can't do this anymore. Like, yeah, I, I was like, why haven't you asked yeah. me to be your girlfriend? Even though like we were exclusive, like we yeah. weren't at this point, we weren't hooking up with anybody else. Like everyone knew Nick, Nikki and Mike are together, but I don't know. He's just like, uh, whatever, like that, like not aggressive like that enough for me. And um yeah, he eventually, he was like, okay, yeah, sorry, like, want to be my girlfriend. And from there, we've both obviously, like, watched each other grow and mature right, right. so much since. But, yeah. I love that. I feel like mm-hmm. if if you, also, you guys were in different grades, right? Yes. Like, if the college relationships that I know were, like, you're in the same grade from, like, freshman mm. year you're dating, like, to me are like more worrisome than like you getting together senior year like that's like adulthood at that point you know other than the maturity that's a good point that's a good way to look at it we're adults (laughs) okay so how long were you together because the pandemic you said accelerated yes so we've actually only been together for like a little over two years um when we but so I'm 31 and Mm -hmm. so is he when we met we were 29 um and so we kind of like knew what we wanted we had done the whole dating scene in our 20s in the Mm -hmm. city and so obviously the pandemic helped accelerate that and then all of a sudden we're living together like with my parents um (laughs) involuntarily because we like had no choice at that point like you had to like quarantine with whoever you were with and it could have gone one way or another but luckily it worked out and he was a great addition um that's the, the ultimate test. Yeah, the exactly. And like you said, one way or another, it either I saw some relationships crumble mm. or I saw some that are the most in love relationships I've ever seen. My best friend who we interviewed yesterday, literally they got engaged. They met during the pandemic, got engaged after one year and are like the a Hallmark couple. I love it. Yeah. So, um, okay. How did he propose? So we, I'm like, I never am surprised by anything ever. Like my whole life, I've Mm -hmm. always like thrown surprise parties for my friends and no one has ever surprised me. And it's like my own fault because Mm -hmm. I am like, I plan. Yeah. And so I just knew that 
I was never going to be surprised. Like I, I had given myself that mentality. I was like, when he's going to propose, like I'll know. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't do the ring shopping thing. And I'm curious if you didn't. Oh, did. well, then he did a great job he because did. your ring is my favorite ring I've seen in a while. And you guys know I geek out about people's rings. But this is like, I, I, do you have photos of it on Instagram? I do. I'll share it. Okay. I'll send you. But. I didn't go ring shopping because I was I like, did. I, and, but like that also makes more sense because you guys had been together for so long that you're like, yeah. it's obvious that we're going to get engaged. You right. know, like for me, I was like, who knows what'll happen. He um, did a great job. Did he ask somebody? So I have this screenshot on my phone of another girl's ring. Nice. And I loved it. And it's like basically the same ring. Like I basically copied her. I'm not going to lie. We all did. And I was obsessed with it. And um, I, one night at dinner, we were at dinner with his friends and like his friend was drunk and he was like, what, like what ring do you want? Like show me. I'll like, I'll tell Steven. And I was like, oh, this one. (laughs) And he was like, okay, send it to me. And I was like, okay and it was honestly as simple as that like once one of his friends knew it was like game over i love that sometimes that's better than like dragging them shop like if you think about it it's actually a weird concept that we like say like get in the car we're going to look at rings together you're gonna buy me like i don't know i'm glad you gave him a hint somehow though because some guys just can go no i don't know steven seems like he has good taste he definitely does but i feel like is that a red flag and like we do these polls on my instagram Mm -hmm. all the time like is it a red flag if a guy gets you a ring that's like so not your style i mean all i know is this community of betches brides we will get questions from betches brides that are like my I love my fiance to death but I despise this ring I don't want to wear it I don't and we're like okay well the best way to avoid that is give direction of some sort like so I mean I just I always like to err on the side of caution when it's a big purchase like that like some sort of whether it's like you did giving it to a friend or showing like I showed Mike three options at the store that we tried on my finger and I was like I love all three of them. Pick your favorite. So I still gave him some element Yeah, I love that. I also feel like for guys, it's not hard. Like ask mm-hmm. the mom or like the right. friend. Right, right. Someone's going to know something. Exactly, exactly. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way, because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. So we're going to get to this. The big reason your wedding is so intriguing is not only because it's so beautiful, but you had an engagement that lasted five months. Yeah. When Allie, our marketing manager, told me that, I was like, hold up. What? I was like, I guess time really does fly. Because I remember seeing you on Instagram. You got engaged. Whatever. I was like, holy shit. I've never met a person who's planned such an amazing wedding in five months. It was insane. Wait, how long did you guys, how, how long were you engaged for? How long weren't we? Okay, it was literally, we got engaged in 2019, 2019, May. Had to postpone. We were supposed to get married in 2020, postponed till 2021. So like a full two, over two years. But if it weren't for the pandemic, it would have been like one a year. year. Yeah. A little over. Yeah. Yeah. And we took our while, like a while, like to enjoy the engagement first before like planning and whatnot. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, five months is so impressive. It's crazy. It was not the plan and I'm not pregnant. But <laughs> basically what happened was I found the venue and I knew that I really wanted to get married there. It and was I, gorgeous. It was the Ritz Carlton. It Palm was Beach. the Four Seasons in Palm oh, Beach. What, um, what but that's I? also a very I'm pulling beautiful out, hotel. <laughs> I'm pulling out like luxury hotels. Why did I get that? My brother was Ritz Carlton. Um, oh. So, okay. So I called them and I was like, what like dates do you have in mm-hmm. 2022? And we had a date and it was the last weekend in April. So that would have been like an eight, nine month engagement, mm, which okay. is like honestly fine. Like that's right. not, that's not alarming at all. Right. And we lost the date, which happens a lot in the pandemic, like post-pandemic wedding life, because we, like, one of my husband's moms, one of my mother-in-law's friends' Mm -hmm. sons was getting married Mm -hmm. the same weekend. Looking back, do I care? No. But, like, did I have to care then? Yes, right? Mm -hmm. And so we went back to the hotel and we're like, yeah, like, we like this date, but, like, we have to figure out some loose ends and clearly they were like okay we're, we're giving it up yeah. you know but they didn't communicate that to us and oh, so when we went fuckers. back yeah we were like what like so we're ready to secure this date and they were like oh what date like that's not available yeah. and there's actually oh. nothing available till 2023 no and we were like oh um and then they had one date available but it was like the hottest most humid weekend in the summer in Palm Beach and my mom who's such a diva was like absolutely not my hair will be frizzy it'll be disgusting I'll be sweating down the aisle all right mom we Um, changed our whole wedding plans for your hair literally though and so then I was like shot in the dark but is there anything else like Mm -hmm. maybe earlier maybe like February or March March I knew was going to be impossible because we have three destination weddings in March and they happened to have this one weekend February um, 11th 12th and I called my wedding planners. I was like, I know this is crazy. I know it's five months, but like, would you be able to? And they were like, I guess, like, we'll make it work. And so uh, that was that. 
and make it work they did which they must be some good planners who are they they're so good cat and co they're amazing they're actually a couple um Kristen and taylor and they met when they were working for like a bigger wedding planner and then they went off and started their own company and they're unbelievable i mean you your wedding was just so gorgeous they really did a great job at making your vision which we'll get into come to life in such a short amount of time i was wondering because I had such a long engagement, which by the when my real wedding on October 31st, it was supposed to be a Halloween wedding, was supposed to happen in 2020. By the time that was rolling around, because we only postponed like a couple months prior, I was like, holy shit, I'm not ready. And one of the main things holding me back from like planning my wedding and getting closer to making it happen was my inability to make decisions mm. about everything. That's your Libra rising, by the way. Oh, yeah. We just figured out Nicole's chart. <laughs> we did a whole, you guys, I'm into astrology now and I'm obsessed <laughs> with it. Lindsay is a huge, like literally go DM her. She'll do a reading for you. I can't True. wait to talk more about that. But that's, yeah, the inability to decide, that's mm. me, Libra rising. And I mean, that just made me plan so much slower. Did planning in such a short time span help you make decisions quickly? It honestly did. And I would not have been able to make a decision for the life of it if I had more time because I like basically had a gun to my head and it was like, choose, choose, Mm -hmm. like choose this. Okay, now this, 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 like dress. I was so confused as to what dress to go with. Like I, and I'm curious how you ended up choosing yours, but I was so, so, so confused. Like every dress I tried on, I loved. And I don't know if this is like, a me thing like I just love like trying on dresses and loving dresses or like every dress is like made to make you look good like every Mm -hmm. wedding dress you know so like you're gonna like so many Mm -hmm. I was really struggling and I also wanted to be different like I wanted to be like that like unique bride who like wears that designer that like no one's ever heard of yeah like no one will ever wear the same dress and that was just immediately thrown out because I was like I'm just gonna wear something that like is tried and true and like I love Yours was gorgeous, the strapless. Where'd you Thank find you. it? It was Mira Zwellinger, and I found yeah. it at Mark Ingram. Okay, wait, that's the same. Literally, Mark Ingram might as well be like the theme of this podcast. Literally, sponsored. Everybody, everybody loves that salon. It's on Long Island, right? It's actually in the city. It's like in oh. Midtown, and it is like so curated. Like every dress that they have is like, Mm-hmm. very like selectively picked and so they have a bunch of different designers in one place so instead of going gotcha. to like a beer wing where it's all the same dress you're right. getting like a lot of different things right right okay it was amazing and Thank while you. we're on the topic of dresses I'm jumping around a bunch but your green dress I read your bride's article and I did a double take it was the coolest dress I've ever seen what did you wear that for so that was my different moment because I okay. like I loved I loved my mirror dress, but I was like, it's a dress that like, you know, it's similar to a style that like mm-hmm. many brides wear and I want some like moment. My moment. La- my last name, thank you, is Green now. That's mm. my husband's last name. Sorry, I introduced you by your maiden. No, 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 it's not. It's not. I'm like in the middle of hitch switch. Okay. Like it'll never happen. <laughs> hitch, hitch switch is a good one I've heard. So. I hope so. I hope so. Um, wait, is Pellegrino your married name? Yes, and I'm too lazy to change it to freeze. Oh, you mean your married name is freeze. Oh, no, Pellegrino is my Is your maiden is my, name. Yeah. I, I'm with you. Like I wasn't going to do it. And that's like a whole other conversation that I feel like we need to go down that road. Oh, um, tell me about it. But... 
I like don't even know what I was talking about. What was I talking about? Your green dress. Oh yeah, green dress. Your okay. last name is green. So my new last name will be green. I mean, technically, but not professionally, you know, mm-hmm. which again, another combo we'll get into. Yeah, that's what I might do. Yeah, yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. the move. Just like to have the same last name as kids if you have kids. Totally. Or kids. But I love green. It's my favorite color. It always has been. Growing up, my room was green. I was like, ah, green. I love it. Um, And so when I got engaged and started to look at dresses I went to this vintage salon in LA because I happened to be in LA and I was like you know going back to I want to be different I was like I need a vintage wedding dress like that's what I need you know Mm -hmm. and I immediately saw the green dress and I was like okay this is obviously fate like it's a green dress like it's the only green dress there like I just like it's meant to be but like how do I wear it if I already chose my dress because I didn't have a choice I had to make that decision right so I was like how do I wear it what if I wore it for the cake cutting we had a green cake so that's what we decided on Oh, it was so gorgeous. I mean, you could, I was, when I saw it, I was like, oh, if you, if you're one of those non-traditional brides, you could wear that for your actual wedding. I thought about it. I thought about it. I mean, but your wedding dress itself was so gorgeous too. So I, you made the right decision. Thank you. Can we talk about the logistics of actually planning that wedding so quickly? Like what, what did you do first and like, did you do it in the normal timeline of where you like choose the venue, make the budget? pick your dresses um you know and then like your seating chart and everything's later or did you kind of like do it all at once it was a little wild and by the way I, I realized I didn't say the name of the vintage place just in case people oh, want it it's it. called happy isles um mm-hmm. but so the way that it happened was wedding planner first then venue and like they helped us negotiate with the venue so that was helpful okay and then um I think it was like it all dress together. So. Yeah, exactly. It was like <laughs> I'm really putting you on dress. the spot. And then um, like band mm-hmm. uh, DJ because we ended up having both and um, like floral was the last thing that actually came to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, like we did seating like literally the week before. Maybe like still that week we were switching people still. Okay, you mentioned floral, which reminded me I cannot. And this episode, it's not ending anytime soon, but I need to ask you about the decor because that your flowers, I think these this day and age, we see so many brides doing that neutral palette of like white and greenery and, you know, tans and whatever at their wedding. And it's gorgeous. And if you're you want to rock the neutral look, rock it. But you weren't afraid to do color. You had bright oranges. You guys need to go read her bride's article to see it, but or I don't know, we'll post them on Instagram. We'll, we'll get your photos out there. But there were just so many bright colors. And I mean, it just was an amazing vibe. How'd you, like, who came up with that vision? And how'd you make it work all together so well? Thank you. So it was definitely risky. And like, mm-hmm. it's not everyone's cup of tea, which is totally fine. It's my cup of tea. But, <laughs> but I worked with Kristen, who's one of the wedding planners, and she has the vision. And we had made our invitation and kind of went with the theme of the wedding from how our invitation looked. Mm. So when we were doing the invitation, we were like, okay, we're going to do like a reef. Is that what it's called? When it's like around the words. Yeah, we'll go with that. (laughs) Of like oranges and like things that are Palm Beach, Florida, like oranges and turtles and like, you know, all those Mm -hmm. things. And then when it was time to do decor, we were like, let's keep that theme of like oranges and like you know, colorful things because Palm Beach is like so colorful. Mm-hmm. And so when we were working with Tonto on Bloom, which is the florist, we were like, we want color. And they came up with 
like the different um, bouquets or whatever. And then we just were like, perfect. It was, and the dance floor. The you, dance floor was so fun. You don't see that often. Like it had, it usually if you see a decal on the dance floor, it's like, you know, the initials of the couple, but yours was literally like matched your invitations. It's so funny. I didn't even know what a de- decal was. And like, I remember seeing it on the budget and I was like, okay, like I had no idea. And then when we got there and we saw that the dance floor was covered, I was like, oh, it was amazing. Wow. It really like brought the whole ballroom together, I feel like, in such a cool way. So great job to your planners for bringing that vision. Thank you. Okay. So speaking of the bright colors, your bridesmaids dresses were so cool and that's a risk when you're about to do you did florals you did colors can you tell us how logistically that happened because we could talk about styling bridesmaids dresses we actually did an episode on this and I mean it's just so much easier said than done how did you make that happen well I'm curious what you did did you do like a solid color with your bridesmaids I did black okay all black and that was that's easy <laughs> I changed I was gonna do like the champagne look and then I was like whatever let's when I was supposed to get married on Halloween we were like black and then just kept the black because they already had their dresses I love that and I've been a bridesmaid wearing black and mm-hmm. it was like so classy I think what I was like one of my first visions for the wedding was bridesmaids dresses and I was like I love the idea of like florals and solids together so and good. I was like I want more than one color And then I narrowed it down to blue, green, and yellow. And I was like, just because I haven't seen that for a wedding yet, like Mm -hmm. I felt like I'd seen like pinks and golds and and those kind of colors. I was like, let's do these like weird random colors. And I made a vision board, which is like so not me. Like I'm not like a Pinterest girl, but I was like, I need to. We make all a board. turn into Pinterest yeah, girls. Exactly. When you're like a I have no idea who I became. <laughs> I made this vision board, and I sent an email to my bridesmaids and bridesman because one of my gays was a bridesman. Love it. Um, and I was like, I have three colors. I'm like, I'm like Tyra Banks. I'm holding three photos in front of me. And you each like have to choose a color and then like kind of run with it and like, you know, hurry up because if there's a color you really want, like, you know, then Mm -hmm. it's like whatever. And so I sent them green, blue and yellow and then they chose and and then they like sent me back options and Mm -hmm. I wasn't like crazy bridezilla about it. Like I was like, yeah, that's great. Did you have to turn anybody down or like? I didn't have to turn anybody down there was one dress and like if you look again you'll see that there's one dress that's like not any of those colors that I ended up letting one of my bridesmaids wear oh no green is no it was it was like an orangey brown dress oh like a burnt orangey yeah but she really loved the dress and like she just had a baby and like I was just so happy that she was there yeah and I just like didn't want her to not be there and I also wanted like she's very stylish and Mm -hmm. so I knew that like if she saw the vision, like I had to trust that it would all look good together mm-hmm. and it did. So it, it was fine. I mean, truly that that follow that process if you guys are trying to do that same look because yours just came out so well. My friend in a wedding this coming September, I should know the exact date. It's she's doing that except with like blues and greens, I think. Oh, I love that. But she wants solids and florals. I love the mix. Yeah. It's it's perfect. And I still have to pick a dress for it. I was like planning to do the mix, but then everyone chose basically florals. And I was like, okay, let's run with it. Yeah. I I love when like you're a chill bride about it and it still somehow works out. 
because that's the best. It's rare. Because if you try to like overproduce the look, it sometimes can look too overproduced. 100%. So let's get into like some of our reflection questions. The ones I love to ask some of the brides on here that have gotten married. First of all, what was your favorite part of the wedding? I know that's a hard question. It is hard, but it actually was like walking down the aisle. It was such a moment that's like so special that you never do again, hopefully. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was just like I was so overcome by emotion that I I imagined that my husband would cry, but I didn't think that I would cry walking down. And Mm -hmm. I did. And it was just like. It was, it just overcame me, you know? Yep. It's, it really is such a powerful moment, I feel like. And you, at first I wrote down, did you walk down alone? Because I was stalking your Insta story mm. and your highlights of your wedding, and it looked like you were alone. But then in your bride's article, I saw your two parents. And that's a Jewish tradition, right? Yeah, it is guys- a Jewish tradition. Okay. So I... I went to my friend's wedding two weeks before mine and she did this thing where her parents walked and then like stopped at the back of the aisle and they turned towards her and she walked to them and then like hooked their arms. And so I I was like, I love that. Like it gave me such chills. and I was like, I want to do that. But then I didn't realize how far I'd be walking alone (laughs) till I got to them. So it was like a dramatic alone walk moment for like a like a while. And then I got to them. But then like we walked down the aisle together. No, I like that. That mixes it up kind of. Yeah, it was fun. And it's just like, yeah, a cool moment. I mean, we're seeing more and more. We have brides that write into us and they're like, well, what should I do? I'm not close with my dad and or my mom and blah, blah. We're seeing people mix up the aisle walking. They'll walk with... My best friend just walked with her grandma because she's not close with her birth dad. And, I love that. You know, she didn't want to walk with her stepdad and whatnot. So she wrote, walked with her grandma. We're seeing all different kinds of aisle walking. I love it. Days. And I wish people didn't, like, judge so hard with, mm. like... Like, I can't tell you how many friends I know or, like, that weddings I've been to where the bride walked alone and everyone's, like why is she walking alone? And it's like, obviously she there's something to. behind it. So right. like, so like, you know, Let it's her okay. Walk. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe she's not close with her parents. Like maybe she like lost a parent. Like you really never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, there's uh, one thing I've learned is, well, one, there's a special place in hell for people who judge other people's weddings. Oh, but, but like we it. all do it. Everyone. So we're, there's a special place in hell for all of us. And that is one thing, like a theme of this podcast, like, People are going to judge you no matter what. So just have the wedding you want. Like the the whole unsolicited opinions thing is, I mean, I could go on and on about that. It's, You're going to get beyond. Them. I mean, I, so, I got a really mean tweet after my wedding. It was ew. so, so mean. And I got like a few mean DMs too. Like something about like, oh my God, like so basic. She did like a ballroom, like blah, blah, blah. Sue me. But not only sue me, but like how much money like do you think that like we all have? Like I can't like just rent out like an entire like outside of a hotel or like do this Italy thing. Like I I made the best of what I could with what I had. Like, and it's like these people tweeting that like I'd like to see their weddings. And especially when you're, kind of like a public figure like you well not kind of like a public figure like you are it's like people expect these grandiose like literally a yacht in Italy and it's, it's like insane no just let me have the wedding like, I want yeah like I'm never gonna have a million dollar wedding like sorry yeah. to let you down like even if I have a million dollars I'm not going to spend that on my exactly wedding so yeah no fuck that fuck the judges 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What was like the hardest part of planning and the easiest part? Mm, the hardest part, honestly, there, uh, speaking of a special place in hell, <laughs> people who don't RSVP to weddings mm. can Which literally. Is, I can be like that. I suck. No, but like this is like this is like even like when you text them like oh yeah if, it's if you got a text you best be responding. Right it's away. a disgusting habit. Like I'm sorry, mm-hmm. it is not okay. It's and so like rude. there are some people that knew they weren't coming to our wedding like early on. Like have you ever gotten an invitation and you were like hmm I don't know for like so long? No, you immediately yeah. know if you're going to someone's wedding or not. Yes, and like people didn't people knew they weren't going and didn't tell us for so long. And I'm just like I never want to see those people again. It's like that is not the time to try to like beat around the bush. Just be yeah. direct. Say it's, yes or no. It's we not a Facebook care. invitation like yeah. to a party. Yeah. Um. And then the easiest was obviously the food because it was just mm. like every every different food option looked so good and so yeah. great and we were just like yes 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 and it was all with the four seasons right you don't it was all with the four seasons which okay. was really great that's the benefit i think of getting married at a hotel it's like they 1, usually 000%. have like an in-house theater yep. that's what i did and i did guess what it was a ballroom and throughout all of my planning i was like look is a ballroom my ideal aesthetic? No. My ideal aesthetic is like on a f- beautiful fucking mountaintop. I don't know. Right. Or like in Tuscany, Italy. Exactly. But I cared so much about location. You know, I was in Annapolis, Maryland. So it was like where I'm from. And I just cared about like central location downtown. So I was exactly. like, it's a hotel ballroom. Sue me. Exactly. And you want to make it easy for people to get mm-hmm. to. You don't want to make people spend like. Right. For if, for an international trip, like nothing gets Italy. Like obviously if I got if I got invited to a wedding in Italy, like don't not invite me because yeah. I will fucking come. Oh, sorry. Same. I don't know if I can curse. You can. Um, trust me. But like, you know, like we were doing something nice for the people attending. Totally. And it's a destination for you because you don't want yeah, to come. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, do you have a house there? I don't know. Um. Okay, looking back, any regrets mm. that you have? Yes. Okay. I actually haven't brought up my regrets yet, so Woo. this is an exclusive regrets conversation. Yay. This um, The name of this podcast <laughs> might as well be Wedding Regrets, because that's all we talk about. <laughs> I didn't do a hair trial ahead of time. Oh, you, there was no time. And I regret that. Yeah, no time. There was a lot of no time situations. Oh, my God. So definitely, because I I love my hairstyles. We brought him from New York, and he's he's great. But mm-hmm. the first updo he did was like not not happening for me on the day of. on the day of, and so like oh. we lost an hour of getting ready. Oh my! Which God. was rough. I'm so glad you were honest with him, though. Yeah. And made him change. You made him change it. I like. 
there was a second because I do have that people pleasing mm-hmm. part of me and there was a second where I was like I'll make this work and then I was like no <laughs> it is my fucking wedding day I'm not gonna make this work like I need yeah. to love my hairdo if yeah. it's an updo which is like a sensitive thing to begin with mm-hmm. um, it's already a tricky thing already tricky so that was a regret I don't think having a photo booth was a regret because it was nice to get all the photos and see people like enjoying themselves in the photo booth. Mm -hmm. But I think having as little distractions from the dance floor as possible is optimal. Yes. Definitely. And also I think like I didn't even know, I didn't see it until like the last dress I was in. And I was like, oh, photo booth, like we didn't even use it, you know? And I feel like it just wasn't necessary, but it wasn't a like regret, but it wasn't necessary. That's exactly how I feel. I mean, there's just so, I mean, our our ceremony started at like 530 and -hmm. then you go straight into cocktail hour and then, or no, 5 to 530, then straight into cocktail hour, then the reception and our reception went by in the blink of an eye. We paid all this money for a band. And so that's why I was like, okay, I'm glad we did the photo booth because people did enjoy it. But it was out in the hallway versus being in like where the dance floor was. Mm-hmm. So it did take people away. I think it all, it's like a balance of things. Like if you have a super long reception, let's say your ceremonies at like two or three and then you add on a couple hours to the reception or whatever – Sure, have all the entertainment you want because people are going to want to take those breaks from dancing and do things. Right. But sometimes it can take away. Yeah. We talked about this in our last episode. With, I agree. Oh, with Maya, who we had on this oh, morning. I love her. She did your first dance. She did, and she was That's, amazing. Mm-hmm. And like, she's such a hype girl. Like, we kept really listening to the video over and over that, like, when we were recording with her mm-hmm. on Zoom, and she was like saying the best, most motivating things. She's just so cute. She's the best, best energy. You guys yeah. had a moment during your dance, correct me if wrong, but I saw this on some sort of photo. I have the visual. Where he like picked you up and did a cute spin. Yeah, I really, so we were nervous about the dance and Mm -hmm. like we could have gone on longer, but because we were both nervous, I was like, just pick me up and like, like, you know, like it was like a last minute edit. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm happy we did because like the photos were good. Also, I'm getting a Kate Hudson vibe from you. Have you gotten that a million times? Thank you. First of all, thank you so much. Second of all, I do get that every five seconds of every day okay like so all the time i'm not TikTok average is, yeah uh, thank you though i like i'm starting to like very much believe it at first i'm like no guys she's gorgeous she doesn't Never age by the way she doesn't we she all does need not. to get she her ages skincare. backwards she really does she really does. She does and she's on tiktok now wow her, i need to talk yeah she goes a little rogue she's one of those celebrities that like doesn't really know how to use it yet but it's fine because mm-hmm. they're, they're famous yeah yeah um Okay, you said favorite part of you did. What was your favorite part of the big day? Uh, the oh, you're walking down the aisle. That's right. Um, did you guys write your own vows? We did, and did you? Yes, but our deacon, we're Catholic. Okay, so we're like the worst Catholics, but he insisted on reading them out loud, which is really weird now that I think of it. He read them himself. Yes. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it was kind of weird. I mean, it was sweet. Like we cried. Yeah, that's so sweet. But. I would have read them myself, but yeah. he insisted. He was like, no, oh. I do this in all my weddings. I read them. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. The little diva deacon. My He was a diva deacon, <laughs> but he was the only one in, like, Maryland that would yeah. marry us because we're not a member of the... I don't know. Right, it's so right, fucking right. strict with the Catholic Church. No, I guess. Same with the Jewish stuff. Yeah. Um, we did write our own vows, and we read our own vows also. Um, and I insisted on going first because my husband is, like, a speech... Uh, like just one of those speakers, you know, and it's so annoying. So I was like, I'm going first. 
mm-hmm. I just refuse to go after you. And um, I'm really happy we did that. That's a really good tip, though. It's like whoever is you, you both know one of them is going to be better. Have mm-hmm. that person go last because you don't oh, want to yeah. follow up an amazing speech. Yeah, like be self-aware about it. Yeah. Last thing about your actual wedding before we move on to games. I feel like there's so many details, like uh, so many details, so little time. Your dad, I saw in your bride's article, your dad got Sarah, is it Bareilles? I, I think it's Barrielis. Bar, oh, well, I'm I could be wrong. Everything. No, I could be wrong. I've never actually like known. Um, she played a live acoustic song virtually. So, so I'm obsessed with her, even mm-hmm. though I, I clearly can't, can't pronounce her name. And <laughs> so obsessed. I <laughs> no. my whole life have wanted to walk down the aisle to "I Choose You" by mm-hmm. her, and I did. I did the like strings version walk down and then but like in an ideal world if like we had unlimited funds like she would be singing that and I'd be walking down the aisle right Mm -hmm. and that was not a possibility but my dad was so sweet he wanted to make it like the most special day and he wanted to have this surprise so he somehow pulled strings and got her to record a video and say her like well wishes and so they played that during the ceremony or sorry during the reception and I was so, so shocked. I was hysterically crying. And like, I don't cry. It was like such like a moment. That's and, so cute, um, though. It was really cute. Like, dads usually aren't that cute and sentimental. He That's was really, cute. really cute. And you did a first look with him. And I did a first look with him. I had always like thought to do that. Um, and then I, I saw like on TikTok, mm-hmm. someone made a TikTok and they were like, things I did that were different at my wedding. And it was like things that I didn't think were that different, you know? <laughs> yes. But I knew like, and then that just reinforced that the dad first look is really nice if you're able to yep. do it. Or just like a first look with someone who's special to you other than your partner. I did dad and brother. Mm-hmm. And then obviously my partner and or my husband. And um, it, I loved it. I literally like cried more during that one than the one with like... I love that so much. Like, I don't know. It was just really cute because it was like, I don't know. These are the two men who have known me since day one. You yeah. Know? And they're like giving you away. Yeah. It's they, really of course, like they're like shyer. They like didn't cry. But I was like, why am I getting emotional? Oh, I, I was so mad because my dad and Steven both didn't cry. I was like. Oh, OK. That makes me feel so much oh, better. I was so distraught, oh. honestly. I was like. I see you see all these like TikToks, you see all these mm-hmm. videos of all these men crying. Luckily, Stephen cried down the aisle, and so did my dad. But okay, good. I mean, we they were going to be in trouble. Too. Yeah, Mike, I've in the eight years that we've dating, I like have not seen him cry. I think when his grandma died, he shed a tear. So I was like, I'm not expecting him to cry, but we were hoping. All of us were very much hoping, which I think put the pressure on him even more. Mm. And I was like, then I was like, babe, don't overthink it. Like, don't try to be making yourself cry yeah i did see welling up with tears as i was walking down the aisle and when and when we were doing the vows that's that's all you can ask and that's all i could ask maybe i got a little trickle i don't know it was hot and sweaty maybe it was sweat (laughs) but yeah okay you're fair you did a farewell brunch which that's a hot topic these days Mm. among the community because everybody's like should we do a farewell brunch Mm -hmm. do people like them do people not what was your experience so this was also a hot topic within my family, with mm-hmm. our wedding planners. I think that if you do a destination wedding, if people are traveling to your wedding, you need to have a farewell brunch. Okay. And you need to have like more events than just the mm-hmm. wedding. Like in an ideal world, like you're having like 
three events like mm-hmm. a either welcome party or rehearsal dinner a wedding and a brunch and I argued with my parents a lot about the brunch like they were like no one wants to go everyone's going to be tired everyone's going to be like hungover everyone's just going to want to sleep and mm-hmm. I was like let's see and I bet you that's not true let's like take everyone's temperature on it so we had a card saying like let us know if you're attending the brunch when we sent the invitation. Smart. And it was like 160 people wanted to come to the brunch. And how many people were at the wedding? Like 230. Okay, wow. And that's I a was good like, turnout. that's a lot of people who want to come to the brunch. It ended up being 200 people at our brunch because it rained the next morning. Oh, wow. And everyone like, you yeah. know, couldn't go to the beach. Yeah. And so I'm so glad that we had that. And also we made it a little later. It was from 10 to 12. Perfect. I feel like some of the brunches, like, I'll see, like, a 9 a.m. start, and I'm like, no, no, no. I think that works, though, because, like, really, like, typically at weddings, except for my own, we were out till literally 6 a.m., but you're not staying out, like, super, super late. Hopefully, like, I feel like people have toned it down at weddings now. Like, you're not getting, like, shit-faced drunk at other people's weddings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like a farewell brunch is, as you're telling me, it's possible. It is. And also like the, the worst thing about like something that I hated about my wedding was people coming up to me in the middle of the wedding and saying goodbye. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't need to know you're leaving my wedding. Like, yeah, you know, and like the brunch is that opportunity for like a real Mm -hmm. goodbye when we're all like in the mood for it. Um, but I, I hated when people like brought me aside to say goodbye at my wedding. I was like, I have every minute is precious. Yeah. Like, I know you were here. Don't worry. We're good. That's a really good point. Like, don't go up to the couple at their wedding unless it's to like give them a drink or. Right. Or dance with them. Yeah. Yeah. But like, don't be somberly like leaving. Like, I'm leaving. Right. Like. We're really tired. Yeah. Because then you feel obligated to be like, oh, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. What do you do? Get home safe. Like, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just, like, not what you want to be doing. That's a really good point. It's not. A good time to say goodbye. And to, like, recap the night, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you, everyone airdrops you their photos. Yes. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, and that's another tip. You must have a shared album at your wedding, which I'm sure you did. Bingo. Mm -hmm. Don't, I just was the shared album creator for my friend's wedding. And it is such an annoying job to be the owner of it mm. because not everybody can like get added. It's like a complicated, everybody, like half the people could and couldn't accept the invite. I like still to this day, it was two weeks ago and I'm still answering texts about the shared album. No, me too. Honestly, because some people don't get it. Like you yeah. can send it to everyone and some people just don't get it. It's like an invitation. It's it's better to just figure it all out long before the wedding, like a couple days before and be like, okay, everybody's in it. Drop your photos throughout the weekend. Exactly. That's a good tip, though. Shared album. One way or another, make it happen. Okay, so any other... Okay, before we move on from your wedding, any other last advice for, you know, couples planning their weddings right now? Or maybe couples who are doing such a quick planning? If you're doing a quick planning, you need a wedding planner. That's like a non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. And you just need to trust trust the process um and also like tip for for brides um for me I have very thin hair I have like 5,000 extensions in right now still for my wedding so get extensions um mm-hmm. if you want that fullness um and chin up during the ceremony my chin was not up at all during the sa- what it was like down yeah and the, the <laughs> pictures are just like I don't care like about double chin photos but like I right. wish that like my chin was up no, it's um, a good point. It's something so you don't many think damn of. Things we yeah. have to think of. It's like you have to hold the bouquet at a certain 
height because uh-huh. it's like called boobs, not pubes. You hold uh-huh. it, right? Or no, pubes, not boobs. You yeah, hold yeah, pubes, not pubes. Exactly. That's right. And then you have the chin. Ugh, it's so, so true. much, so much. I like stand with my shoulders forward a lot. I don't mm. know why. So I look like a little. I don't know. I feel like we all do creature, that. Demogorgon. Yeah. Um, okay. That's all great advice. And you said something. I feel like it's another point to that is just like trust your instinct, which you had to do with planning a five-month wedding. Like just trust your instinct and go with your gut feelings of what you want to do. And it'll turn out beautiful. Exactly. It always does. It I really always does. I your like orange theme. Orange is the new color of the season. <laughs> and you are bringing it out with a bang. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, let's move on to unpopular opinions. Okay, this one is intense. First looks with bridesmaids are cringy. Did you do one? I always thought they were cringy, and then we did one accidentally. Like, I stumbled into my bridesmaids with the photographer was with me, and it was such a sweet moment. And Mm -hmm. so I think, like, if it's not, like, if it's not, well, I don't, it's, it can be cute. It yeah, I was going to say, how do you not do one? Because don't they all, What I mean, unless they they're watching you, you for the get photos. Dressed. Yeah. yeah. Like, like basically, unless they're all in the room with you, like watching you get dressed or like, I guess the flip side is like, like, cause most people don't, they just like pull off with their like maid of honor and mother or yeah exactly and like get into their dress and then go in the room with the bridesmaid like exactly that's it's, a first it's almost like unavoidable yeah but like going out of your way to like do one right. when they've like seen you in the dress or like it's right yeah. right not gonna lie on my wedding day sorry i know you guys are sick of hearing about my wedding but like I'm i have to yeah Lindsay's never heard about it so let me let me be i guess i didn't even like tell my planner i wanted to and we just like ended up doing one because i got dressed upstairs and then a bunch of them were down in the room that we got ready in so I came back down there and they were like turned around so when I came in they turned it was essentially a first look I will say those are my probably like top three favorite photos from the day of because they like my one friend like fell on the ground like we're drama queens I love that I mean they're just my flower girl my little half sister she literally was bawling it this photo needs to win like a Pulitzer Prize it's like tears in her eyes I need to see it it's I'll show you and I just love the photos like yeah it's them hugging me it's priceless yeah so yay okay so I don't think they're cringy but teach their own yeah 52% of our audience agrees that they are cringy what they don't have good critics yeah okay next one you don't need to wear a white dress oh i picked this one because the green oh yeah yeah yeah. um yeah correct you don't Mm -hmm. you definitely don't i have a friend who wore a pink dress um as her wedding dress as her wedding dress but i will say um when else are you going to wear good point a white dress like that 
There is some weird history behind the white. We did a yeah, it's like virginal, virginal, like purity. Yeah, yeah. But like, I don't know. I will say, if you don't for your wedding day, be prepared for like judgy people, Mm. like the mom's friends, to be like, "Hmm, you're wearing pink." Like, I don't know. I feel like that is such a wedding tradition, like the bride wearing a white wedding dress that it might be tough for people to get over definitely i actually remember when i came out in my green dress um people didn't know it was me like (laughs) i was like trying to dance with like a group of people on the dance floor and like they were kind of like not like giving me the cold shoulder but like it took them a second then they were like oh it's it's (laughs) the bride bride. (laughs) your green dress oh my i like want to wear that it was just iconic um 56 percent of our audience agrees that you don't need to wear a white dress. Mm. Look at you guys. Modern. Okay, last one. We don't want to stop dancing to watch you cut the cake. What did you 100% do? agree. I would okay. never have stopped the dancing mm-hmm. for anything, let mm-hmm. alone like cake cutting. Like cake cutting was just like a moment for our photographer. Yeah. You just, you two just pulled off and did it. Yeah. You were also like eating your cake on the dance floor, which oh, I Oh, fully. I was not going to not eat. Yeah. Like I, there were, you know, Obviously, like up until then, I was trying to be healthy. So the wedding was like my moment to shine with food. Mm-hmm. And I remember I really wanted to try the carrot cake. We had two types of cakes. And I couldn't, I like didn't want to get off the dance floor. So I just grabbed someone's from there, like a random person on there. You're allowed to. That, was, the yeah, bride like, is allowed to be savage uh-huh. like that. That is savage, though. Like, give me your cake. I mean, they're like, it just sits out there and like no one's like even oh, at their oh, was, chairs. You know what I mean? Yes. So I just grabbed like whatever cake was served to someone else. I was picturing was you grabbing it out of their hands. <laughs> I did something savage like that. I walked up to the photo booth and I was like, everybody out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? And they better fucking scram because you're the bride. So get out. And you had chicken tenders as the after party. Chicken right? tenders, pizza, These and are the fries. things I remember. But from I the never article. ate, I never even saw the pizza. Like it was immediately gone. That exactly. happened to me. We mm. like, nobody saw our food. I don't know where the fuck it was. I mean, yeah. it, was, it got brought out, the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but I love a late night snack. I think love. everybody should do it. Okay. 82% of people agreed that we don't want to stop dancing to watch you cut the cake. I fully agree with that too. We did the same thing as you. All right. Before we end, I want to do save versus splurge. So we say whether we'd save or splurge on these and why. It's really in the name. Do we save or splurge on uplighting or pin spotlighting on tables? Did you do that? I honestly don't know what this means, but (laughs) I would say save. Okay. So I go back and forth and I can never decide. Because whenever I have planners on and talk to them about this, they're like, oh, no, it makes a huge difference. But, like, planners are very into decor and design and stuff, Mm. so they're going to say that. We didn't – okay, so uplighting is, like, usually in ballrooms. You see it along the walls, and it's, like, the lights that are, like, lighting from the floor up on the wall. And it just gives, like, some dimension to the room, kind of. Interesting. And then pin spot lighting is above, so you have to put it on the ceiling, and that you put over, like, centerpieces on tables or, like, the cake table or moments like that. Oh, I bet you there was some of that now that I reflect. There probably was. Yeah. There probably was. It really does make, like, if you look at before and after photos, Mm -hmm. I think pin spot makes more of a difference than uplighting. And I'm no planner. I'm no wedding designer. But... I think it does make a difference with the tables, but 
I, we it was so expensive to get somebody to put lights on the ceiling yeah so we didn't so I would say save okay save <laughs> after that long-winded answer but yeah like if you have the money splurge on it though because it does look good wedding day jewelry did you do Verstola? I did what? and I could not recommend them enough like mm-hmm. you should never buy jewelry for your wedding always rent ditto Ver- Lauren with Verstola is so nice too so sweet and like uh, who knew that you could rent diamonds for weddings it's amazing it's, like I felt like a princess I was wearing diamond earrings and a diamond bracelet it same was, it was like which obviously you're not gonna buy so right you exactly. can rent from them yeah so yeah save on that just rent or, or borrow from like your mom or yeah like your for sister. sure borrow yeah yeah what about wedding day shoes this isn't one of the ones but um I think save for sure I think if you are a shoe fanatic, like you know those girls who mm-hmm. shoes, they care about shoes yeah, yeah. and not even close, then carry that on into your wedding day. Like get the Dior pair, get the whatever. But most of us aren't, so save. I think Comfort. it depends also if you're going to see your shoes or not. Yes. Because if you're not going to see your shoes, please save. Mm-hmm. Like do not splurge in that case. But if your dress is like short and then you see shoes, then splurge. Yep. I think comfort though is ultimately because mm. you don't want to just like remember how bad your feet were hurting. Exactly. So, um, okay. Last one. Bridesmaids gifts. Did you do gifts? I did. I did. Um, I did like monogrammed or mm-hmm. t-shirts. They were like button downs, kind of like you can wear them over a bathing suit. And so it was perfect for Palm Beach. Mm -hmm. And then I I gifted them like the pajamas and slippers on the wedding day. Perfect. Perfect. I thought that was good enough. Uh, That's our new mindset. It's like there's all these little things you can get. Like I did purses, like these little bags that they wore on the wedding day. And to be honest, I don't think anybody's worn them since. Yeah. (laughs) So it's one of those that, but I also did pajamas. Um. But our new mindset is that if you do a nice pair of pajamas, that's a really good gift in Yeah, itself. they're going to keep it forever. Like, mm-hmm. that is perfect. And yeah. I feel like brides who, like, send the candle, like, it's so nice. But, like, it gets, you know, yeah, it's just out. a candle. Exactly. All right, Lindsay, thank you so, so much for coming on. This thank was you great. So much for and I know me. you talk about this. You've talked about your wedding on your podcast. I purposely didn't listen, but now I want more of your wedding, so I'm going to. Um, where can everybody find you, your podcast, everything? Yes. So you can find me wherever you listen to podcasts at We Met at Acme. We Met at Acme on Instagram. And then depending on when this comes out, we have a live show in New York, April 3rd at Caroline's. Stop. I'm coming. Please. I'm, I'm making a date night. Done. I'm I'll save you a ticket. Okay. Yay. I'll be there, you guys. All right. Well, thank you so much. And till death do us part. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Nicole Pellegrino, Sean Kilby, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.